You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. So today on this episode, we're going to be covering a few things that came up. Uh, I feel like, Sarah, I should probably let you start this off since you kind of wanted to. We kind of wanted to address and maybe uh, further explain uh, our previous. Was it our last podcast? Um, was it two podcasts ago? Two podcasts ago. Yeah, like when we were talking about um, self-confidence, self-confidence and, and, and doubt. doubt. And kind of dive deeper into exactly what we meant by self-confidence and kind of further explain that. So I'm going to let Sada take it from there because when she went, when she explained it to me, I was kind of confused. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I didn't understand yeah. that difference. I, I always thought it was the same thing. But um, yeah, you can go ahead and mention that right there. Um, yeah. So this is kind of just um, whenever we release the episodes and, and we get feedback, usually we end up having like side conversations with you guys. Mm-hmm. So. First of all, we appreciate that. They're very insightful. I feel like we both learn from it a lot, too, because yeah. we hear from you and, and what you guys feel or how you guys feel about the topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that we kind of just wanted to like touch on really quick before we actually get into our episode was the difference between self-confidence mm-hmm. and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So when we spoke, um, if you haven't already listened to episode yeah. 19. Yeah, 19. 19. Yeah. Self-doubt. Go take a listen. Yeah. And actually, um, before you jump in, like for me, I thought they were the same thing, but apparently they're not. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. So, okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, we did touch on self-esteem and self-confidence in the self-doubt episode. Um, the main difference, though, is that self-esteem kind of relates more so to how you feel about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. am I good enough? Am I, you know what I mean? Am I a yeah. good person? Um, and then self uh, self-confidence is more so like, the confidence in your abilities like can i do this job well or am i good like do mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's i think that's where um so i feel like like how the way that i'm kind of uh, envisioning it or the mm-hmm. way i'm kind of understanding it mm-hmm. is that like one is situational mm-hmm. and the other one is more of like a lifestyle or like you personally how you are just in in general like in your, yeah. your essence in your essence exactly yeah, yeah 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 so is that the case is that like the difference between self-confidence and self-esteem yeah and that like imposter syndrome mm-hmm. kind of stem stems from uh self-confidence mm-hmm. because imposter syndrome is it's basically you don't feel like you are good enough for the position that you're in or you're um, worthy to be in that position or something exactly mm-hmm. and i and i kind of touched on that once but um an example of that would be, you know, sometimes life just works out for you and you happen to get a really good job. Mm-hmm. But while you're working, you know, you might compare yourself to your peers and maybe yeah. they're older than you or have more experience than you. Mm-hmm. And so one day you're sitting there like, how am I even here? Like, mm-hmm. how did I get this job? Yeah. Um, that kind of ties into because when I was having this conversation um, with somebody else, it was kind of like you you kind of question your abilities and then that's when the self-doubt creeps in because you're like am i even 
like can i even do this job like mm-hmm. do i have the skills for it and so it's kind of like this teeter-totter effect between mm-hmm. self-esteem where am i good enough yeah versus self-confidence can i do this job well do i have the abilities and the skills to do this job well do you see the difference of the two so like because you could have the skill like yeah. for example yeah you let's let's use the gym for example mm-hmm. you know like you mm-hmm. can you can bench press i don't know what can you bench press Hundred, you know, just like three fifteen. Oh, okay. I was gonna pounds, say hundred. You know, just say it. I would ever find three. Almost, I mean, almost, not three fifteen. You know, I'm almost in a three plate cup, guys. I'm around the three hundred range right now. Two ninety five. We'll round up to three. We'll round up to three. So let's say you know you can do three. Yeah, that's no big deal. Yeah. So now you have confidence in your abilities. Yeah. But let's say, for example, you're you're bench pressing three, but you're mm-hmm. like. I don't even look good doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel good about myself. That's mm-hmm. self-esteem. Okay, okay. Self-confident. Yeah. How are you going to... Okay, self-confident yeah. would be, oh, I can't even do 300. I'm just going to do 250 because I can't do 300. Mm-hmm. That's that's where you're, you're... You don't have confidence in your ability. Mm-hmm. So you're, instead of going for the three, yeah. you're doing 250. Yeah. Self-esteem is you can do the three, yeah. but you don't feel good about yourself. You're not like, oh, I feel so good doing this. Mm, mm. is that okay yeah that sort of makes sense like self-esteem is like uh yeah so like i mentioned it's more of like a general feeling about yourself exactly and not exactly not it doesn't necessarily matter what you're doing right it's kind of something you just feel at all times yep or like uh, in anything you do you kind of feel like you're you're not it's not really doing anything for you yeah i guess you know what i guess you I can kind of understand where the whole impossible. If you use like, if I use a gym as an example, mm-hmm. I can understand how to like break down like where the self confidence, where self esteem is, esteem is, and the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Because like, um, I know what my abilities are, mm-hmm. and like I'm confident in my abilities, but like other people might think like uh, I'm on like another level of lifting mm-hmm. when really. I'm like, nah, guys, I'm not really there. And maybe that's where, like, imposter syndrome comes in. Like, everybody yeah. thinks I'm, like, this hyper, like, fitness guru. And so, sure, like, I'm working on that, but mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like I'm there yet. But people right. already put me on that pedestal of being right. that guy. Now you got it. Okay, now okay. You I'm, got sort it. Of, yeah, I'm sort of yeah. getting this now. <laughs> Look at you relating it to real life experience. Yeah, uh, once you, like, start mentioning the gym, I'm like, mm. I can make anything relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, doesn't it, it make sense, though? Yeah, like, I yeah. feel like you got the, you got the gist yeah so hopefully you know that kind of relates to you guys and you guys understand Mm -hmm. um like where we're coming from with the difference between the three Mm -hmm. um and then you know if you want any further breakdowns hit us up in the dms of course um we can have more discussions about it Mm -hmm. i love that topic i think that it's it's always good it really um helps you become more self-aware yeah in a sense yeah and um, everyone everyone deals with it so course. i feel like it's something a lot of people have input on right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and are still working on like we're all probably still working on it yeah i don't think it's something that you kind of like can master or maybe you can but like it takes i think it takes a while to master something like unless you're just naturally someone who's just always gifted. confident yeah always always Ooh. has really high self-esteem and <laughs> never feels imposter syndrome like all power to you but i don't know if that's I, not a general thing i don't think that's everybody's going through that i don't know a single person who's mm-hmm. like that so yeah but anyways mm-hmm. that was our quick recap of our uh 
past episode remember we mm-hmm. said we were gonna do like a fact check type of thing yeah there you go that was like a fact <laughs> check right there so um, just jumping back because i feel like now that we're getting we've had so much material that we've kind of gone through mm-hmm. we start kind of going back and because like our ideas not our yeah our ideas change our opinions change on things yeah. like my my opinions have definitely changed from like the first few episodes we've done mm-hmm. like on whatever topics we covered there to yeah. now right yeah yeah for so sure. we can always just go back and kind of explain why our opinions change from what they used to be right um on whatever is going on a lot of the a lot of the stuff that's been kind of going on recently you know just opinions have been changing on that but we'll get into that maybe another time we'll see <laughs> fair enough fair mm-hmm. enough um so this week we actually <laughs> we wanted to cover a very interesting relatable topic mm-hmm. um we are both first generation harari canadians mm-hmm. ethiopian canadians however you want to yeah recall it um and i've noticed that whether it's on tiktok instagram any sort of social media platform when you're talking amongst your friends we all basically have the same upbringing like yeah. we all experience the same sort of yeah. problems and so as we were brainstorming for this episode not only problems you know there's a lot of positive and experiences yeah experiences exactly that's the there word yeah. experiences yeah just in case my parents are listening <laughs> to this like why are you talking about us in a bad way exactly <laughs> good looking out yeah we kind of we're looking and we're throwing them on the bus but you know we'll come back to that <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. um but yeah so we you know made like a a list mm-hmm. and i think as we kind of break down the list we'll we'll definitely be sharing some stories mm-hmm. and um yeah we're just gonna get into it probably have a good laugh at some of these Mm -hmm. things and then let us know um if you guys can relate if you had any other experiences i'm sure Mm -hmm. you know we can all laugh about it as well so don't we so okay okay so like this 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 idea or like what we're talking about now kind of stemmed from like so canada is going through an election right now (laughs) okay and like it's kind of weird that we're going through like this is an actual election like election to choose our next prime minister well we're not really choosing prime minister you're choosing person you're writing who also chooses prime minister. Blah, blah, blah. you know a lot of stuff right Canadian but politics is boring in my opinion but we can get into that exactly like that's the thing we can get it but like compared to america like it's such a weak it, it's no one cares I, at I least know. i feel like the people I, in my group or the people we deal with in a daily like it's not really a big thing it's not i think it's because it just kind of was sprung onto us and everybody's like why are we going through this honestly right i now? didn't even know that we, there was an election until my mom was like so are you voting i'm like mm-hmm. for what and i'm gonna get to that too because <laughs> that was the thing like the thing that sparked this idea of like our upbringing is that like mm. In in a Hadari household, we, we live in a democracy in this country, but the Hadari household or the Ethiopian household is not a democracy at all. And that also goes for politics. <laughs> well, they tell like, you who you have to vote for. <laughs> exactly. But it's from the day I turned 18, from the day I turned 18, mm. like I had no choice in who I was choosing. <laughs> I had, I got that talk. My, my dad would come into the room, give me like the death stare and be like, you're voting. Oh shoot! You're voting NDP, okay? Oh <laughs> you know, as as if your vote was like exactly. the deciding they one. They like immigrants, okay? And they always like union. Oh my God, that is so. Did they rehearse this? I, they all because came I literally to got that, that exact same that exact same speech. Like they like immigrants mm-hmm. and unions and exactly. <laughs> and then recently, I don't know what happened. They're all like, you liberals. Know what? 
Liberal. Yep. Liberal, you're, you're choosing liberal, okay? <laughs> That's all. <laughs> the, are they like, Exactly. Literally yesterday on my drive with my mom, we were going somewhere. She gave me like a 30-minute speech on how like Trudeau's dad, he was he loved us. You know, he brought us to this country. And I was like, what happened to the NDP? Just throw them under the bus? Right. What was that period in time? He Jean-Christian was like, not that long ago, okay? Like... I don't know. They jump ship so quickly. If, if as once the moment they that they hear a politician mention anything good about immigrants, mm. it's like okay, we want that guy yeah. right and just put him in right now. But I think the NDP leader, like side note, the NDP mm-hmm. leader is pretty like yeah, he's very for he's very progressive for immigration. You don't see so. him doing his little TikToks. He's trying to appeal to the young people. Mm-hmm. He's trying to appeal to our parents' generation. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing his thing. Yeah. So they're really trying. And, and honestly, like I, I, I need to search up the policies better. And I'm not gonna. Say, you know, I voted NDP for so long that now I almost feel like I'm betraying them by voting. By liberal. voting, <laughs> that's how I felt too. That's how I felt too. Honestly, like, I was like, let me turn my mic down. I'm like so loud. You know, like don't you feel like, oh, is this right? Like, am I? And I, and it's so weird because like, mm-hmm. when your parents tell you to vote, like yeah. how to vote for so long, yeah. and you finally are like. No, I'm gonna choose who I want to vote for. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea. I'm like, I, well, who I, do I, I vote feel for? Like, I think one year I I was about to like vote conservative <laughs> just despite that. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. My soul can't do that. I can't. Do that. <laughs> I think I was like mad at my dad or something. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna vote conservative. Exactly. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna increase the 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 what do you call it? your taxes or not in taxes lower your tax. What do they do again? Oh no, they increase the conservatives increase the uh what do they increase the the old age thing in Madrid. Oh the, the a- oh, the retirement age. Retirement age. And apparently they brought it down, yeah. It's back to 65, yeah, no? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was like the biggest scandal ever, but yeah, that is so funny. I yeah. can't believe like, <laughs> you, like the way you just said that speech, mm-hmm. like a verbatim. Yeah, I got the, the arm grab. You know when your parents, when, they're, when they want to give you a speech and they grab your arm, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to grab your attention. Exactly. Oh my God, that is so funny. <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, but I guess that, my, my point there is that there's a lack of choice in the immigrant household <laughs> and not just for voting like mm-hmm. lack of choice in like, period yeah in general yeah like, you don't have a choice um when you gotta go to family reunions mm-hmm. uh, for a certain extent you know like when you get to a certain age like yeah. you can kind of you can kind of get a choice yeah like you like the moment where you're you're making your own money yeah once you get a job yeah once you get a job you can just say i'm working that's why i think maybe that's what motivated me to get a job so quickly <laughs> the freedom yeah the freedom because <laughs> the moment i got a job like yeah. they started giving me a lot more freedom maybe that's why like i didn't a lot of things that some people went through in their like high school years or later high school years mm-hmm. where they're like strict on what time you have to come home blah, blah blah i didn't deal with too much of that of course like the late night stuff yeah but it was also because I was introverted, so I just stayed inside anyways. They didn't really care. I was a too much of goody two-shoes to leave. But I was working at the age of 15. So oh my God, you got a job that early? Yeah, and I had my own money. I bought everything for myself. And like I, when I started working out at 18, I started making all my food too. So like after a while, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, so I think just the fact that I got a job early mm-hmm. gave me a lot more freedoms than maybe other people. And unfortunately, like a lot of parents don't let their kids get jobs early they're like oh focus on school focus yeah. on school yeah That's what I, I was just gonna say like mm-hmm. i didn't get my first job until i finished my first year of university mm-hmm. and then i started first working year of university yeah and uh, like uh, some uh. may consider that privilege of yeah. course i was very lucky enough to be in that position yeah um but i was so like sheltered mm-hmm. so when i started working i was like oh is this what real life is like 
No. Oh, okay. How you gonna put my employment history on oh, blast my bad. like that? My bad. <laughs> How you gonna do that? <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you? <laughs> I can. <laughs> but okay. um, mm-hmm. it was um. You worked at. Yeah, I know. It's such a weird you place. Yeah, it's such a weird place. <laughs> Listen, okay. The way that I got that job. Yeah. I have so many. St- I have okay. W- w- one day we will have an episode where we talk about like po- like uh, our old job like mm-hmm. horror stories. Yeah. Because man, yeah, actually a few stories. Like <laughs> they're actually so funny when I think back. Mm-hmm. Like we were so abused as like teenagers. Like mm-hmm. we didn't know any. We didn't know rights. Mm-hmm. Like impl- and it's it's so sad to say because we were born here. Mm-hmm. You know, but we had no idea. Like nah, people anywhere in the world will take advantage of younger workers. I think so. Yeah. Because we're just so like... You're disposable. We're hungry for money. We're disposable. Yeah. We're miskeen. Like, yeah. I I still... This is so off topic, but I remember there was this one time at, at a job that I mm-hmm. had. One of the workers was so upset with how we were being treated that mm-hmm. she was going to do a, like a petition and write, <laughs> write to head office. Yeah. She didn't last long, did she? No. Yeah. No, she didn't. Like yeah. <laughs> so, but we'll talk about that another mm-hmm. day. Um, so back to the problems in a Habesha household. Mm-hmm. Um, so aside from like just not having choice, yeah. We also like boundaries do not exist. Yeah, not at all. Not like in imagine, okay. Mm-hmm. One very distinct boundary that has been violated, mm-hmm. and you can tell me you can agree or disagree. Yeah. Having to hug your aunts and uncles, and I mm. use air quotes because they ain't your real aunts and uncles. Okay, okay? maybe that's for you then. I guess for girls it's different, because for guys like oh, I don't think they really care too much. Like, did you, were you forced to hug all your aunts and uncles? Yeah, if you don't, if you don't hug. But them, I guess I, I, I like voluntarily did it. I was just always such a like. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's a time and place, but sometimes, mm-hmm. okay. If you have your wudu, oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gotta hug like yeah. the aunt yeah. that you can't really technically touch yeah. anyway. Like it's so um awkward trying yeah. to maneuver that and like if, if you tell them sometimes like though yeah that's when culture clashes with religion yeah which it thing. shouldn't normally yeah. but sometimes it happens yeah. okay so there's that um what other boundaries oh i can know i know big boundary what do your parents ever open your mail <laughs> that's like i would come to the house and like okay so i had an issue where like i'll be late one or two days from my credit card bill yeah and my dad would like open up my credit card bills and be like why do you have five dollars interest what is oh this God, where's this twenty dollar interest look at all this you? money you're saving yeah he Yo. would sit me down Yo. with all my mail open everything is open on the table <gasps> no. like mail like like this is my first time i'm actually getting mail that's for me specifically Don't you get so right excited even though it's bills but yeah like- but he would always like filter it through which is illegal by the way okay <laughs> <laughs> my voice is cracking there that's illegal by the way but yeah, he would like get, sit me down and say, why are you getting interest on this? I'm like, I just missed it by like one or two days. And sure, he was like looking out. He's like that. Kind yeah. of, but like, at least ask me before you open up the mail, right? My parents never opened up my mail. Yeah. But they love opening up Amazon packages. Mm, they That's a new development. <laughs> love, yeah. So that's more recent. Mm-hmm. But mail, not really. Not, they it's never the opposite. Really they won't care what packages I get. But if I get, oh. if I get mail addressed to me. Yeah. First thing they're doing is opening it up, especially if it looks like it's from the bank. No, they yeah, do they, not care. They have never opened up my actual. Maybe like once or twice mm-hmm. they've opened it up, but like not. I'm more so. It's more so my packages. Yeah. So like, so are both of our parents are 
breaking boundaries in different ways. Basically. It's not even <laughs> just my parents. Um, Subri, my yeah. brother. Okay, mm-hmm. I know you watching and you listening. Mm-hmm. These glasses, I yeah. ordered them before I went on my trip. Yeah, and they came while I was on my trip. Yeah, tell me why he Facetimed me with them on. <laughs> <laughs> like Like they look better on me i mean like i did tell him to try them on just to see but like he like no no no, but but he it was open they opened it like he knew that i got Mm -hmm. glasses i'm like how did you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was was there so so yeah that's a that's a good one Mm -hmm. opening mail um also uh, just like um uh walking into a room without like knocking or making any choice like you know how many times i'd be like changing my room like oh it's not like i've never seen it before i'm like i'm still like i'm 25 (laughs) (laughs) you know what i've had ptsd from from them barging into my room when i'm changing that i literally changed behind the door well now Mm -hmm. i switched rooms so my room has a a lock now but i i used to not have a lock because Mm -hmm. you know have a household yeah having a lock is literally a crime Mm -hmm uh so i would literally stand behind the door to change mm-hmm. so that if they do come in like my body will yeah. <laughs> stop them <laughs> you know what i'd have to do so i'd have like my the room when you come into my room you know how there's that there's a closet door i know what you're gonna say i literally open the closet door a little bit so yeah. when they try to open the door it stops the door from yes. opening <laughs> oh my god you used to do that to us all the time to stop me and gizman from like, and then you guys would like stick your fingers in <laughs> yeah. to try to close it <laughs> Oh my god you remember that mm-hmm. oh my god i actually remember you doing that that mm-hmm. that was like very creative of you yeah. so props to you for that but um, like early engineering years right there <laughs> definitely like coming into your room when changing mm-hmm. um or just openly changing with all the doors open like you the, do that huh no not me oh them <laughs> oh yeah i don't yeah. know if i like call put my parents on blast for this <laughs> they're gonna be so <laughs> like, oh, wish <laughs> but like i'll be i'll be like their their bedroom door i have to walk past it to get to my room yeah be wide open my mom would just be changing so like just throwing everything (laughs) off (laughs) i'm like i don't care because my mom right yeah it's like come on (laughs) (laughs) i mean probably because she's just comfortable yeah exactly exactly yeah what about and i know that they do this to you a lot or i feel like Mm -hmm. both of us but when they volunteer volunteer you to do something oh yeah yeah they don't even ask like hey can you do it's like hey yeah oh no worry i'm yours Amir's going to do it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's happened so much in my youth that it's now part of my character to just, yeah. just do it. Yeah, I'll just yeah. do it. I, w- I usually don't deny people unless like... You absolutely can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless I absolutely can. It's like unreasonable. Mm. Then maybe not. But for the most part, I'll, like, I'll still do it. Because just to, just to, cause usually the, the hassle of not doing it is not worth just going through with it yeah if that makes sense yeah because yeah. like it's also like how the person might think of you in the future and like whether or not they'll ask you because i want that person to be able to still in the future be able to ask me for things or like ask me to do something for them but maybe this one time that i said no they'll leave like a bad taste i don't know it's just things that go in my head i shouldn't be thinking that way i know how you're looking no no no. the problem yeah. is not that you don't want to do it mm-hmm it's like sometimes you just genuinely can't. Like I've yeah. been told sometimes if I'm going somewhere, my mom would be like, oh, can you drive so-and-so home? Mm-hmm. But it's like I literally made plans right after this and mm-hmm. now I have to either postpone it or cancel yeah. to accommodate you and your needs. Mm-hmm. Gotta love that woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. what other boundaries have been pushed? Um <laughs> forcing you to talk to your family back home when you're like not even like oh no i think I've, after like because 
that's the, I guess the issue in a mm. lot of immigrant households. Like if you don't know the language, oh, you got it's away with super that. Super awkward. Yeah. So yeah. I usually now that they, they've gotten used to it to the point where they're like they don't even try to ask me anymore. Oh, because like unless it's like my mom's, mm-hmm. my mom's mom. Yeah. Then they they might call me, but if it's someone else, they'll usually like uh, even if I'm sitting right next to them, <laughs> as they're talking to them, they won't even like say, "Oh, Amir's here anymore." Because like, really, yeah, because it's just they're like they know he's gonna be broken. I've been like woken up from deep sleep at 6 a.m. <laughs> Imagine, and you're so disoriented. Yeah. And they're just like, here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the phone? Yeah. Wait. It's, uh, yeah. Is that is that a bound? Is that breaking? I don't know if that's breaking a boundary, but this is just something that goes on, I feel like, in every immigrant household. Is it'll, no matter what they're watching, mm-hmm. your parents will turn the TV up at a thousand volume. <laughs> Especially for Ethiopian movies, do they do do they not know how to like vo- level their volumes or volume their level? I don't know how to say that. Like uh, equalize their volume levels or something because every video they watch is clipped and it's just <laughs> their their speakers are vibrating from how loud it is. You know? I'll be in my room in the other side of the house. And my rooms are vibrating from the TV. In the other side. The one regret I have, yeah. from switching my bedroom over mm-hmm. to where I am now, yeah. Is that right under my bedroom oh, is the living yeah. room. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm not like, I wish I was exa- exaggerating, yeah. but the the volume is so loud sometimes mm-hmm. that I can hear it clearly mm-hmm. and it wakes me up. Yep. I'm like, why are you watching something at 2 a.m.? Mm-hmm. And it's like the 90s music and like dramatics. Yep. Oh and and to get back to the phone call thing, they'll they'll go on a phone call at 6 a.m. Yeah. and speak at full volume oh my God. like it's back in the day when like they used to use those phone cards yes. to make calls okay then i understood because the phone lines were not like yeah, the like best you so you had to yell <laughs> but now that you got whatsapp you got yeah. like viber all these other sites yeah they're just they're fine you, you don't have to worry about volume levels but they still scream like it was back in the day yeah and they say hello like 25 mm-hmm. times like if they didn't answer the first two times mm-hmm. hang up sis it's 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 hang bad. up call again yeah try again i've been woken up <laughs> just like you multiple times not for them telling me to talk on the phone but just from them screaming on the phone at eight o'clock or six o'clock in the morning it's always 6 a.m yeah because of the time difference yeah, and all that stuff. i know yeah, yeah. i know i know, mm-hmm. I know okay let's move to the uh so this is something that you mentioned mm-hmm. which is like uh the eldest child or youngest child syndrome mm-hmm. so I don't know about the eldest because like I feel like this is something maybe I at least what I mentioned when you when you mentioned that what I said was like I feel like that's something that um, larger families kind of deal with when you have multiple children, especially when their ages are like very different. Yeah, Uh, I can see maybe the youngest child syndrome because like I feel like the youngest child usually let to, you know, a few more things can pass by. For the youngest child? For the record, he and his family, he's the oldest. Oh, yeah. I'm the in oldest. my family, I'm the, the youngest. youngest. Exactly. So. But I don't know. Maybe because maybe it's different for girls. I'm not sure. But I feel like at least my sister, I feel like she got away with a little bit more. But oh then again, my. she was. She did. Yeah. But she was also like. She, she, she was on her P's and Q's. Like she actually like took care of her stuff before kind of doing her own thing. So um as a kid you can't though, really falter for she that. wasn't she wasn't a bad actually kid. no no what am i doing that's cap as a child she was a demon no she wasn't <laughs> actually 
actually we were both demons yeah i, I was gonna I, i'm trying to think like who was worse it was you you were worse than her so yeah. that made her look better yeah actually and that's that why she got much. away yeah, with we were more. both pretty bad exactly yeah exactly like so. she was like she was a crier the dr- <gasps> am i like i don't know why you should even mention <laughs> she just, was a dramatic one <laughs> i just she had this one tactic on, you know no, how much you we love you exactly. she had this one tactic and it worked every single time whenever she was in trouble she would cry so hard that she, she vomits she would go, and because her parents were so sick of cleaning up vomit they're like okay okay whatever you want like, exactly every time she got away with it she just act yeah. like she starts coughing the moment you start hearing her cough yeah you're like okay you know what's, what's coming next and the parents knew what's coming next too so that's why they yeah. start trying to get her to chill down like okay 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 it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine, it's fine. every si- mm-hmm. and it worked for so mm-hmm. long yep I don't know how she did that. Uh, She's she, a mastermind. She found the formula, man. Yeah, she went for it. She really did. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, what were... Did you feel like you had the elder child or eldest child syndrome? No, I was too crazy. Like, I was too, like, rubsha when I was a child. You know what it is, though? Yeah. I feel like my brother had mm-hmm. the eldest child syndrome not just for me mm-hmm. but for all of our cousins that's what it was with like you know Hanan, Anwar Ali you Actually, guys that makes a lot of sense because in that's my, in my when I was younger yeah we lived in the same building yeah so like he was basically my older brother yeah because we live in the same building they'll always be at our house I bet you he's probably nodding to this like yeah that's right I raised them kids <laughs> Uh, it's all me yeah so he's the one who took on the elder child syndrome thing like, for all of us yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. shout out to Sebri then there you go. <laughs> but you know i hear like some of my friends who are mm-hmm. the eldest child and they talk about the the responsibility that's placed on them mm-hmm. when they're like seven or eight yeah for the younger siblings yeah um and, and that forces them to grow up in a sense mm-hmm. a lot more faster than the yeah. youngest child for example where we're out here living carefree, mm-hmm. re- responsibility free, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I always thought that was interesting because I know that it's very, very prominent in a, like a Habesha household. Mm-hmm. And even when I see like cousins back home and the way that yeah. they act and, and how they have this respect. Oh my God. My parents used to love to be like, respect your older brother. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he ain't my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so oh like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they, they really put emphasis on, the eldest sibling and that's mm-hmm. how our parents grew up is like there was like a hierarchy amongst the, yeah the, but well like know. remember they came from a household where there's like 13 children yeah there's like a right? lot of them yeah there's yeah. a lot of children yeah mm-hmm. so I, I get that but, yeah um yeah i just thought that was interesting but it's it's interesting when you don't go through it mm-hmm. but i think we just kind of clarified like sebri had to t- take the fall for all of exactly. us exactly so. yeah so we all we all went through this youngest child syndrome I so guess, we walked so we could run exactly <laughs> Uh, shout out to sorry man you sacrificed for us <laughs> he really did mm-hmm. he really did okay but he also paved the way exactly 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 mm-hmm. um let's see okay mm-hmm. have you ever had this experience where your parents refused to let you sleep over at your friend's house if they mm-hmm. weren't harari or ethiopian i don't think i've ever ever stepped over at someone's house that wasn't either related to us yeah or like a really close family friend and like I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. The, I was surprised that mm-hmm. they let me go to Kearney. Do you remember Kearney? I never went to that. But you never went to Kearney? No, because I, I, I moved from 
the school that had it yeah. to a, a school that didn't have that program. Really? There were schools yeah. that didn't have it? Yeah, the school right here. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, maybe it's a different it district or something. But Kearney, if you don't know what Kearney is, Kearney is like, uh, it was like a weekend long trip, basically. It was, was it a weekend? Yeah, it was only like, I think I it was only I thought it was a, a whole week. Honestly, I can't remember how long it was. Mm. But it was basically like, it was a multiple day trip that you would take in like elementary school. I forget what grade, like grade eight. Grade six, I think. Grade six? Yeah, yeah. we were pretty young. I was surprised um, that they were willing to take us on a trip <laughs> like that. I know. But yeah, it was like a multiple day trip. You'd go and like sleep in cabins and like... Uh, was it like a camping trip sort of? Yeah, it was a camping trip. I found out what bacon bits were on that trip because I accidentally ate them. Oh, like cut up bacon? Yeah, I you didn't know bacon? that. bacon? No, okay, okay. <sighs> so like they have breakfast in the morning, right? And this, yeah. I was still a child, right? Like you didn't yeah. really... At that point, I don't even think like we were really kind of differentiating halal. No, but we knew we knew we knew we knew exactly we knew we couldn't have that. Um, so I wasn't, but I wasn't really like pay attention what I was eating at that. I just eat whatever someone put in front of me at that point. And like because in my in our household, maybe this is why they didn't let us go to other people's houses who didn't have the same culture or religion as us. Because in this case, they don't know that I can't eat pork. Maybe we right. didn't stipulate it. We didn't say it at that point to the school. Okay. But they gave us like eggs and it had all these like little bits in it. <laughs> and I didn't know what they were. Right. So I'm just eating this. Oh, I was like, no. why is this like extra salty? But it's like chewy. Ew. And I kept eating it. And then uh, I asked like one of my friends, like, what was this like, like pink stuff inside the eggs? And I'm like, oh, it's like bacon. bit. the moment I heard. Didn't your heart bits, drop? I would have been my like. My heart dropped oh, to the no. point And like. I don't know if this is like your your mind can trick you in a way, but I like legitimately felt sick. I threw it all up and I was stuck in the washroom for like three hours after that. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe it's like uh, <laughs> like my religious like, <laughs> like your like body's rejecting that bacon fear just came out of me or so. I don't know what it was, but I just felt sick. I like threw it, I spit it all out, threw it up. Mm. And uh, I think it's because like at that when you're a kid, everything feels a lot more like dramatic dramatic right mm. or like it feels a lot more worse than it probably really was like in islam really if you if you eat something like that and you once you find out you just have to spit it out yeah and like wash your mouth out right I was being you're not like you're not obligated to vomit the food out um, yeah but some people yeah some people do yeah. um so that was me <laughs> those people but yeah and then i got i also got sick the next day from some of the food there so oh, shoot. i would have had trust issues yeah. like that's okay y'all can give me granola bars from now on exactly well honestly that's i think that's what i ate for after that like i didn't really eat anything too i ate cereal for the rest of the trip really yeah i just ate cereal that's it damn but maybe that's why mm. like i didn't really push for that much after that because i realized that when you go to like other people's houses you don't know what they're gonna feed you like you don't know what their culture is like it's just weird and maybe yeah. it's good to see other people's cultures, but that's what they're trying to kind of shield us from. At least that's what I feel. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that and like they also just don't want to have to burden another like family by yeah. sending their kids over. Because if there's a lot of like, I don't know, I, I had a lot of sleepovers like with mm-hmm. you guys, with yeah. my other cousins, my other friends, mm-hmm. but everyone's all Ethiopian. Everyone's all Harari. So it was yeah. fine. You know, like our yeah. parents all knew each other. If we weren't related, they were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it came to like elementary school and I had, you know, Ferengi friends. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even, half of them weren't even Ferengi. They were like 
brown or like my first Chinese school they were really yeah okay that was your neighborhood that you even in the in the what area was like that? danforth area yeah yeah it was really? like one of the only black kids yeah okay i didn't know that area was so like so my parents were like sleep over with mm-hmm. who hell yeah. no like no mm-hmm. you can go for two hours and then yeah. come back and that was about oh it. they even let you go i never went to actually the first time i ever went to someone's house yeah. outside like that wasn't related to us within like grade 12 high school <gasps> what yeah like by Whoa. myself yeah like out of my own choice kind of thing yeah it was like in grade like 11 or 12 when i had like one or two white friends i don't know where they are hopefully they're doing good <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like and and the but the only reason is because they were like not far from the high school so we can kind of oh. go during lunch yep yep and it was just weird seeing that kind of household like yeah. to this day i still don't like whenever you see my idea of what like uh farangi and my farangi white yeah. house is not none uh, is like Ethiopian. what you see in like movies right yes and it's weird like i don't know how they actually interact maybe they're just like us i Did don't you know have to take your shoes off when you went to their house no i know i know right i thought it was so weird they were walking because like it was all hardwood but like still just walking around the house without with shoes on bruh my mom doesn't even let me go walk here on this hardwood um no nah, with shoes on it, it, it was re- it was a weird experience and like uh, uh just the way they talked to each other it's turning to like bashing. <laughs> i know we love y'all though <laughs> yeah my friend had a dog oh no see that's awkward too because then the dog starts jumping on you and like it, no, tries to was, lick you it was it was good it wouldn't jump on oh, me. okay yeah like i would always like she she knew i was like kind of scared yeah because it was a it was big it was like yeah. a big poodle <laughs> yeah a poodle poodles yeah. are small no this one was big oh, okay it might have I been guess, mixed yeah. with okay, something yeah yeah and it was big and black yeah and so she <laughs> the dog was like really like but well behaved yeah and i would like it was very friendly i would like pet it yeah and that was my first encounter like okay like dogs dogs are chill yeah dogs aren't bad like mm. like they're not oh, why do you say mm? because i had another friend who had a dog oh, okay <laughs> and i would I, I would actually go like her parents had a store so i'd go to her house for lunch sometimes yeah. oh my god this is like blast from the past <laughs> and her parents would drive us back to school yeah and the dog would like sit on my lap Ooh, and i'd be like that's awkward mm-hmm. like sitting there in the car like freaking god, out and i gotta wash my clothes and everything <laughs> and I'm like please don't like me please don't mm-hmm. like me <laughs> no nah, but um yeah it's Good definitely it makes sense why they're just from what we were saying why they were kind of hesitant to let us go to yeah, other and they people's also houses like, if they don't know your friend's parents mm-hmm. they don't trust them to for yeah. us to, like what if something happened to us there and that's a big thing a big thing yeah. is, and you hear all these horror stories right mm-hmm. of like people mm-hmm. going to houses and the dad or the uncle like weird dad weird uncle like harass the kids yeah harasses mm-hmm. the kids and does, does stuff like that so it's always i, I feel like any community kind of has some of those reservations for letting yeah. your kids sleep at someone's house so maybe it's not something only of us only we deal with yeah but like all communities even like i don't actually know i don't, I don't know if the white people don't like that you know maybe if their friends are black they're like exactly you know? exactly so maybe it goes the other way i'll just say we're really making this a little race thing <laughs> sorry y'all let's diverge mm-hmm. yeah let's let's get away from this before we get canceled <laughs> okay Here's one that I feel like we can all relate to. Mm-hmm. Having your life planned out for you the second you're born. Mm-hmm. And I was and I was talking to you about this earlier where I today I was taking one of my like younger cousins out to, you know, get his first laptop because, you know, now they're doing this whole online school thing. So I need to make sure he got a good one. So it, yeah. it'll last him a while. Yeah. And like in the drive, <laughs> you know, how like they almost use it as like a way to like guilt you. 
So yeah. like that you get you that he got him the laptop. He's like, okay, now you're gonna use this laptop. You're gonna get a good education. <laughs> you're gonna get good grades. You're gonna go to the good high school, and then after that, you're gonna go to the good university. You're gonna get the best uh, degree, and you're gonna go to the, the best job. And you're, like they, they 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 he was literally going through his whole life, and he's gonna you're gonna find a wife. Oh you're wow, find a good he wife went with a good far? job. He, he went, went all the way. He's like in grade and eight, then, and then he's like, and then when you get older, you're gonna have kids for me, and then when I get older, you're gonna take care of me. Oh this kid just God. like got his whole life life explained to him in a backseat of my car as we were driving here <laughs> the poor guy mm-hmm. and every all of us have that conversation or have yeah. been told not even, not even conversation have been told that's what our path will be yeah and i think you know i think we touched on this in, in one of our past episodes where mm-hmm. because we have this like uh expectation put on our put on us mm-hmm. by our parents that you have to get a certain like go to a certain school and get a certain degree Mm -hmm. and then become a like you know good into a certain profession Mm -hmm. you know the big four lawyer doctor engineer what's the last one lawyer doctor engineer what are like the the big four that have a fourth one there has to be accountant maybe nurse nurse i feel like falls under healthcare healthcare. exactly there's a fourth one accountant yeah that might be it Mm mm-hmm yeah, so if you're not one of those four, disappointment. Mm-hmm. Sorry to say it, but... Mm-hmm. And then, the second you graduate for guys, work for two years max, and then you must find a wife. Mm-hmm. Like, you absolutely must yeah, find a wife. Yeah, and we one. touched on it before, but, like, all they're telling you all these things without you actually developing the skills yeah. to learn how to handle them at all. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then for, for the women, for my girls, the second you graduate school, that's when you're expected to just magically find a husband but you're not allowed to date while you're in school mm-hmm. absolutely not yep but the so, moment you're done yeah he just has to appear yeah and you have to be compatible and he has to be good looking and a certain salary and yeah like we're all cinderella yeah well, like all, all are all cinderella <laughs> <sighs> you gotta find that prince the shoe fits get happily Man. married live forever i mean live for the rest what is it happily ever after? happily ever after that's what it was <laughs> and you know what i love if you reject any of this idea yeah they threaten you with like i'm gonna find you a spouse from back home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are people too I oh yeah you mentioned that earlier too like the same uncle that i was taking to this he came like this is we're driving to costco okay <laughs> this is in a costco parking lot like he the one chance my mom and like uh my cousin they 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 walked away for a second the, the moment they were out of sight, he grabbed my arm and pulled me like that. How about you, the, the, what do you call it again? The, uh, the, the talk they gave you oh, is like, no. what's happening? Where's your wife? Huh? You're 29. You're turning 29 now. What's happening? <laughs> you, you, you're going to waste. Let me find your wife in Ethiopia. It's, it's like, it, it, and it was like, it was like, you know, when they give you like the death stare. Yeah. Oh, it's so awkward. Oh so my awkward. God. I don't even want to face him. Mm-hmm. He's downstairs. <laughs> he's gonna be like where's your husband Mm -hmm. um i'll tell you first first conversation right out of their mouth last week Mm -hmm. you know what your mom made a dua and she's like inshallah i get to see you and amir's wedding at the same time (laughs) like you guys have to get married at the same we're gonna have a wedding together yeah and i was like so that's a big dua Nah, our lives are dysfunctional (laughs) enough already okay (laughs) i I don't think we can fix get any of that timing down oh man it's just Mm -hmm. it was funny when she said that though (laughs) um let's see Ooh, my phone okay. keeps turning you off so i can't i'm not even gonna look at the notes anymore not having the freedom to choose what you want to do with your life yeah that kind of falls under what we were just mentioning there mm. yeah like i'm but the thing that i am hoping and we and i have mentioned it before is that well i don't think 
it, it's already happening but uh because a lot of us are branching out in like different paths that they didn't expect yeah to begin with yeah and now there's like so much more opportunities especially with like the internet because a lot of those ideas came pre-internet right that's true so before the internet like there there actually weren't a lot of professional there were a lot of professional options but um there weren't a lot of uh, examples out there to kind of use yeah to choose your path or to find to make your path essentially right mm-hmm. uh, but now that we have the internet you and you have like a bunch of people who have used it to kind of branch out on different paths that are making them good money mm-hmm. uh, which is really what they they mean when they say you good job get yeah. good money yeah um that kind of idea of going straight for university and getting that degree or whatever mm-hmm. is maybe we'll kind of like go by the wayside and mm-hmm. they'll kind of trust us more to make better decisions or at least trust trust the next generation to make better decisions when it comes to what they do as a career or what they do to uh essentially make money yeah i mean it's no longer limited to the big four if you want to mm-hmm. call it that like you you really can kind of make money doing anything yeah as long as you know what you're doing yeah um especially with the internet like yeah millions of ways literally yeah of making money so um and, and there's a million people who can give you like detailed example not examples detailed instructions on how to do it so it's just uh, having to like or being willing to uh, yeah. put in the work yeah in our community we have a lot of examples of people who have done it yeah and are doing it right now so exactly. uh it's definitely going to change over time or at least for the next generation i hope so inshallah yeah. inshallah um okay have your parents like were they open mm-hmm. like were they open-minded in terms of what they talk about with you or was i feel like in in the harari community in the yeah. habasha community literally every topic is taboo like yeah. everything yeah like i don't think our conversations for at least a lot of immigrant parents i feel like they kind of range between uh what are you gonna do what are, what <laughs> school are you going to yeah. uh when are you gonna get married um i don't know what time are you coming home <laughs> <laughs> but like a lot of the a lot of the there's the conversations are a lot of surface level stuff yeah and like life planning stuff but like it doesn't really go any further than that like imagine talking about dating i know like if mm-hmm. my parents are like what are you doing yeah, yeah. you know but still like t- times now mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm stuttering because i'm so nervous yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the times now mm-hmm. are so different than when our parents got yeah. married like they literally they see someone crossing the street they're like yep that's my spouse Mm -hmm. and then that's it (laughs) done deal they get married Mm -hmm. it's all circumstantial like yeah it's whatever circumstantial like it's so Mm -hmm. different now where you kind of have to date and then of course there's the notion of like what's considered halal dating Mm -hmm. we can talk about that another time that's not the topic of discussion it's just the the conversation of like even talking to your parents about that like do you lie when you go out on dates are you Mm. open with them to say hey i'm meeting so and so for coffee because i'm trying to get to know them like imagine that's groundbreaking to have that conversation Mm -hmm. with your parents so Mm -hmm. (sighs) maybe i'm not there yet i'm I'm still gonna keep a surface level um i generally speaking i'm Mm -hmm. an open person yeah so i try like I've tested. I feel like it's different for girls and guys. Like guys are a lot more maybe, or maybe it's just me because I'm just a very reserved person yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I don't think a lot of people are this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, I'm trying to be as open as possible with my parents, and like Alhamdulillah, they've given me 
the like they've made me feel comfortable enough mm-hmm. to do so yeah at the end of the day they're st- obviously still my parents so i'm not gonna be like yo mm-hmm. guess what guys and like you know mm-hmm. come tell them like some juicy details yeah. or whatever stuff um but it would still be nice to like you know the Ferenjach, like mm-hmm. the Ferenjis, they they be talking to their yeah. parents about everything. But I feel like I feel like they're, they're, that's two extremes. Like yeah, that's true. They're on such an extreme. I'm like, okay, that's a bit too much. Mm. But maybe that's just a conservative side of me and like how we don't I know grew any, up. Like we don't know any better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So you kind of moving more towards the middle is maybe the best option. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's what I'm trying to do. But mm-hmm. it's still a foreign concept to me too. Yeah. Or like, you know, sometimes I'll bring up a topic and they're like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 we don't talk about this yeah. one. And I'm like, all right. I feel like it'll be a lot easier because also they came from a different country, a different generation, uh, generation different mm. culture, different morals in a way. Mm. Um, so, but with like the, our next generation, like with your brother and all of us having kids now, well, not us, but like, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> who's having kids? It ain't but yeah, uh, I feel like... Um, It'll be interesting to see how that works, how that dynamic works when they start getting older. Yeah, like I've always kind of told myself, like if I ever have kids, I want to be open. Like mm-hmm. I want them to trust me and come to me. Yeah. You don't got to tell me everything. Yeah. But like tell me enough. I'm interested in how I'll react to that because being a person who's super reserved, mm. like I wonder how like it because you're, you're not you don't have any you have somewhat of a uh, um, you can direct your child in a certain way but like they also develop their own personality over time yeah so having to deal with that it's gonna be like interesting but i don't want to have to think about that yet <laughs> yeah you'll figure it out as you go yeah exactly um ooh, okay this one i feel like this is universal to all cultures mm-hmm. uh, gossip culture being judgmental and comparison gossip culture being yeah honestly that's my we we i think we've mentioned before like that's my least favorite part of the culture is the whole gossiping people talking about others like uh i'm always a person to whenever the the moment someone else mentions like another person's name Mm -hmm. um you shut it down yeah i shut it down immediately i just i don't let it go anywhere or at least i try and advise a person be like i don't even want to hear about this other yeah. person but like sometimes it'll mention things that like i don't even didn't even cross my mind like mm. uh just as a random example like they'll be like did you know that person was like wearing a chain and like people still talk like that yeah oh. and and i was like what like how did you even notice that like <laughs> that's such an insignificant detail to me <laughs> the fact that you point that out i'm like that's just that person like it's not even like exactly it's such a small thing but there are people who look out for that and then they Mm. start talking about it Mm. and like that's not why are you thinking like that to begin with and it kind of goes into i feel like that's something that the culture or at least our community still has a lot to deal with like because everything is so taboo mm -hmm. if you do something that's out of the norm yeah you're gonna be talked about like Mm -hmm. have you ever had a rumor about you in our community i don't think so at least (gasps) if i have then maybe i just wasn't paying attention wow why you have oh my god really when i was like 16 yeah between the ages of like 16 and like Mm -hmm. maybe 24 five yeah yeah i was like married to someone every other month (laughs) not even joking like i hope my husbands are all doing well out there because i don't even know them but yeah yeah that's the thing People just think that you're married to someone or you're getting married yeah, the, to someone or engaged. Like when my brother got married. Yeah. People called my mom. They're like, oh, you're marrying off both of your children. Congratulations. And I was what? like, 
yo who's my husband where he at yeah because i don't know him not for real like and i mm. it's so people it's like the game of broken telephone mm-hmm. so you don't know if people are making assumptions yeah. or maybe they just heard wrong or yeah whatever it is but mm-hmm. it's also like if you get caught talking to someone for more than five minutes yeah in a social gathering yeah y'all get married and, I, ha- next and week. I have that problem a lot i have a big problem with that where i just start like talking to people no i get anxiety really like it because i like i know how it's it's happened to me before yeah you, you this is what this is privilege right Do here I? okay because you haven't had that experience of mm-hmm. like people talking about you like mm-hmm. i once went to my cousin's uh what do you call a mutagar funeral yeah like a, it's like a morning uh, session yeah a morning session no, but a, like that's not what you call it um uh, how do you say amutagar amutagar like it it directly translates to death house <laughs> <laughs> or or the person who died's house yeah it does amuta oh amota is dead no just stop what just stop what death house <laughs> yeah <laughs> amuta amuta means like like the dead and then gar means house so dead house i understood it as like funeral home amuta is yeah okay yeah maybe that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> anyways it was like a funeral where they read quran and stuff for the person who passed away yeah and it was at the Harari community center yeah and rather than mm-hmm. you know making dua and reading quran for the person who passed away yeah Everyone was too damn focused on, oh, I heard you getting married because you See, just came back from your trip. That's the thing that also annoys me is that like people use like something that's supposed to be like, you're supposed to be mourning. Yeah. You're supposed to be sending like supplications to the person who passed away and stuff. Yeah. But 90% of people who are there mm-hmm. are there to conversate mm-hmm. and catch mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and gossip. It's fine to catch up. Yeah. It's fine because... In in today's society, we it's hard to always meet up with people, and, yeah. and it's you count on these amutagars mm-hmm. or weddings, or well, you don't count on the amutagars. You don't count okay. on them, but like that's usually that's normally when you see people, exactly. Right? Yeah. So I get that, like yeah. you catch up with them, but like, why y'all gotta focus on the gossip? Mm-hmm. Like you know, talk about something else. Like, yeah. And I was so caught off guard. Like I was like, wow, that's so disrespectful. Like, mm-hmm. why are you focusing on me? I'm just a mere guest here. Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry. Yeah, it's it's a huge and like unfortunately, um, I've seen it. It's it's destroyed communities, mm-hmm. like gossip in general. And it, I feel I don't know if it's if it's uh, uh, unique to our community how it's such a like big. No, thing. I don't think it's unique. I I, I genuinely believe that mm-hmm. a lot of cultures go through this. Yeah, but I, I've seen it destroy communities. I've just destroyed friendships, people's and reputation, like, and family, mm-hmm. like people like family is not supposed to uh even religiously they're not supposed to uh excommunicate each other mm-hmm. but family has excommunicated each other because of gossip and taking things the wrong way uh when we're all supposed to be thinking best of each other right giving the benefit of the doubt giving the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. as best as you can like to the to the till till it's literally right in front of you right yeah. uh and that's that's the my life motto or not my life motto but like that's something i live by where i always yeah. give pre- people the benefit of the doubt no matter what I just think the best because it's less for me to worry about. Mm-hmm. And at the end, like, um, uh, there's nothing that negative that came out of it. It's not like, a, it's like, um, 
you don't know a person. Essentially, what I'm trying to get to is that you don't know a person's situation. So just always try and give them the benefit of the doubt. And in the other day, it doesn't affect you. So you shouldn't have to worry about it. Right. right. Yeah. No, I get you. And I get you. Yeah. So and even if they do something that you may think is slighted to slight towards you, mm-hmm. uh, try and think of it in a positive way to where like maybe they didn't realize what they were doing or what they were saying. I mean, if it really bothers you that much, just talk to them. Yeah, but I don't let it get to, I don't, at least personally, I don't ever let it get to the point where it bothers me. Wow. What? Uh, is that I, being too much? Like No, I'm just saying I should take a lesson from you. <laughs> dang, I would take it everything personal. Yeah, no, because you never know what someone's going through, right? Especially, yeah. like, we're all human, we're all going through something. Sheesh, you're making me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's such an important thing to yeah. do, though, is is to, like, kind of just let things go mm-hmm. without even letting it be something yeah. for you to hold on to in the first place yeah mm. it's i let it pass me by mm. don't hold nothing mm-hmm. it's all good. <laughs> what about the judgment and the comparison judgment and comparison is also big and i feel like that's also where it kind of ties it with the gossip thing where like mm. uh, or sort of actually yeah because there is a lot of judgment in the community and then it, it manifests itself as gossip yeah where like um if someone's doing two good friends or they're doing something um let's say they buy their mom like a car or something right oh my god yeah. like instead of seeing it as like a positive thing people would immediately start being like oh why is he showing this off yeah like, but this is not only, this is not only like immigrant related or something this is just like in general in general and yeah. you see it a lot on the internet right yeah like people who do something good and they put it out there like why do you have to put it out there blah blah, blah that kind of thing it's like just just be happy for them right mm. maybe they wanted to show their family and friends and you just happen to be following them or something right so it's just it's also that whole thing of going back and giving someone the benefit of the doubt right right uh but it also there's judgment and comparison you can jump into the comparison part as well no, no, no. Yeah, like uh, I, when I thought of judge, like when we were making this list and I thought of judgment, I was thinking more so of like, have you ever been judged by a Harari mom? Because, bro, they're mm-hmm. harsh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can like sometimes words, like they don't even have to say anything. It's just the way that they look at you. Yeah, that's something I feel maybe that's why the reason I didn't think of that for right away is because I feel like guys don't get it as much as girls do. Yeah, you guys never... Unfortunately, like, I I think you'll find here, like, the narrative will be, like, girls really do get a Mm. lot of the brunt Mm -hmm. of the negativity, at least, in the community. Yeah, we're expected to be, like, very polished. Mm -hmm. You don't speak out of turn. Mm -hmm. You always look presentable. Mm -hmm. You don't look too much, but you still look good. Yeah. And if you're outside of those boundaries, then... Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Did your thing stop recording? Oh, Okay, guys, we had some technical difficulties there. Uh, by technical difficulties, I mean I ran out of storage on my camera. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, we're, we're going to wrap this up soon so I don't run out of storage. Where I had to delete a few files. But um, If we start talking a little faster this time, just mind your business, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so what were, you getting, what were you last saying there? Um, dealing with the judgment from Harari moms, Ethiopian moms in general I think that's yeah and you were saying that like women like the girls and yeah the girls the, the, the girls definitely get it worse than guys do yeah mm-hmm. which is unfortunate yeah they're always pointing out things uh like yeah. weight um how you it's dress. always the same things weight whether you're married or not how you dress and um what else is there oh i think that's really it yeah. and also like just yeah how you look in general so yeah this is just a lot of like surface level stuff yeah 
Yeah, and I don't know why that's become like a um, a normal thing to it's kind like of a conversation. conversation. Start, like, yeah, oh, you gained weight, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, yeah. It's like the and imagine, it, imagine you. You're like, yeah. So have you. <laughs> We have to respect our elders. I know. Okay? I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. imagine. Yeah. Imagine like that was your comeback. Yeah. You know, that would be kind of funny. But yeah. But okay. Um, this one was probably the funniest one. Yeah. Smelling like food when your mom is cooking. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing, and it happened today too. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't. I don't want to throw this cousin under the bus again. But you know, they came to the car, and you know, first thing I smelled was that hulut marah, and the and the tipsy. They have like such unique smells that you can almost like make out exactly what yeah. they cooked with, what seasoning they used, all yeah. that stuff. And and you know what sucks is like closing your doors literally does nothing. Yeah. Because the smell just seeps through. Did you used to like put the uh what do you call it, the towel on the bottom to cover the door? Only if I knew that my mom was like cooking for a lot of people yeah, and the food is gonna onions. be Yeah, it's mm. the onions and the garlic and then mixed with the spices. Yeah. Oh remember, my god. Remember, I don't know if this happened to you as a child. Remember when you had to like go to the washroom? Uh, not the washroom, sorry. You had to go to the kitchen to get something. And the <laughs> moment you step in there, your eyes start watering up from the just the heat yeah. and the and the and the stench and just the the the, the stench. Not the stench, it's just the feeling of onions. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just heats up and your eyes start to water immediately the moment you get into that kitchen. I mean maybe when i was really young but then as i got older like my mom also forced me to learn how to cook and yeah my first lesson mm-hmm. was learning how to cut up onion or chop onions so i never I'm, got any of those lessons i would say i'm a little a little tiny bit immune to the tears yeah but i still i still you know no i tear up right away but mm-hmm. like i don't really eat you know you don't eat contra- I, don't, food. I don't eat habush food anymore really because i like meal prep everything right jokes on you there's downstairs that's yeah, we're, we're, we're literally about to eat that I'm that's so why excited. we're talking about that right now <laughs> <laughs> but like i i remember mm-hmm. the times where my mom would be cooking and if i was going out yeah bruh i would stay in my room and if my friend would text me like i'm here yeah it was like a mad dash to the door like i would run so fast and then i like i was telling this to you before but mm-hmm. sometimes like if i was driving or if, like whoever's picking up the first thing we used to say to each other like the greeting was like yo can you smell me do i smell like mm-hmm. onions Mm-hmm. it's so funny and it, he, if i was in the car i would tell you right away that you smell yeah and we would be like oh you smell mm-hmm. and I'm like oh no and you know yeah but everybody deals with that i feel like that's normal you guys just us. air it out yeah the windows exactly it's fine before you hit the function just make sure you take it all out <laughs> um okay here's another one mm-hmm. um the standards that that we've placed on mar- for marriage like for the guys and for mm-hmm. us yeah like for the guy he has to be financially stable mm-hmm. he has to be able to afford you know a, a pretty decent wedding ring and decent is you know open to interpretation yeah i'm not going to tell you what's a decent w- would ring. i be wrong to not want to get a diamond as a red wedding ring i mean you discuss like, that with your partner because but like but like why do we okay i'm gonna get a little political here why do we I, why do we support like the a lot of diamonds are, are sourced unethically and unfortunately, they like have, they have like lab diamonds now or like um, exactly. So why can't we whatever. get lab diamonds? I feel like why is it taboo or not taboo? But why is it like not socially acceptable to get a fake diamond with the intention that like 
is you're a getting lab, it because is a lab diamond considered well, yeah a fake? it's still technically not the same right people will know or like people will no they won't they won't know but the person Wait, you the give difference? it to will know what's the difference uh, one is just naturally from the world. One is made, right? It, everybody, it's like the whole like everything that we consume is fake anyway. Yeah, the but it's like it's like it's like the whole argument between like make getting uh, replica Jordans and like real Jordans. They look the exact same. They they the same materials. They probably made in the same shop. Mm. But people can't. People uh, will clown you for having like replicas. I have a question for having you. real ones. What if you literally could not tell the difference? Yeah. Did you get care. the real or the? F- oh, yeah, you. I would get care. fake ones. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. I don't care about any of that stuff, and that's what I want. That's why I hope other people will start to realize that, like, like it, it makes no difference. I know it's kind of getting away from diamonds, but like having the real stuff for the real, the real versus the fake. Like, if they're the exact same, mm. like same material, all that stuff, just because one has a name brand on it versus the other, it's like it doesn't really matter. Then are you getting it for you or you're your spouse, it or good. are you getting it for other people? Like, who cares what everyone, what everyone? No, else? like it, it, at, for the fake versus like replica uh, thing. Yeah. you're just getting because it looks good. You like how it looks mm. for you personally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I wouldn't really pay. Like, I don't know. It's also like if you're getting it for someone. Yeah. Um. Maybe then. Definitely discuss it with your partner, though. Like, don't just show up and be like i got you a diamond but it's really just like yeah so zirconium so that's something (laughs) i guess would depend on the individual right yeah but yeah that's a big thing like how 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 much you're supposed to spend on a ring yeah that even that like Mm -hmm. honestly it's it's really up to you and the person not that i'm looking for any start any rumors like i'm yours first rumor um but yeah like you know th- that expectation of getting mm-hmm. the ring and you have to have a car yeah and you have to have enough for like a down payment for a house or a condo or like mm-hmm. at least have a place to live yeah and you know this Pay is a for big the part because we've mentioned it multiple times right like we like it's it's such a um it's not a staple in the community but it's just something that's brought up so much so often yeah because if you don't have those things best believe okay yeah. the harari the the ethiopian the east african moms are gonna rip you to shreds yeah, okay yeah. and like back in the day that was something that was actually feasible but i feel like mm. these days just with how the economy is going and everything it's becoming less and less realistic to have like the house with the three four bedrooms unless you're like making bank or you you've uh, already had some investments pre-investments that kind of thing or you got into the market early like for our next generation, I don't know how they're going to be able to get any of the things that even we are somewhat able to get at this point. Generational wealth. Yeah, generational wealth is definitely a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm imagine, banking on the house. <laughs> imagine our our future kids. What if they're like trust fund kids? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Honestly, that might be a case. Inshallah. Uh, inshallah. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. But yeah, I think that um, a lot of a lot of the reason why. I feel like guys mm-hmm. have um, th- there's no sense of urgency to get married now is because mm-hmm. they know that there are these expectations that they need to meet and yeah they're not necessarily easy to achieve. Yeah. Are they achievable? Yeah, yeah. and, and a lot of those time. expectations lead well, at least what we're trying to get to is a lot of those expectations lead to mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it manifests itself in like um, 
uh, a lot of our guys losing hair. No. <laughs> How? How does that correlate? No, like it manifests itself into stress. I mean, oh, uh, so stress causes you to lose. Yeah, hair. stress. Listen, mental okay. Mental health issues. You can get your hairline redid for like two thousand dollars in Turkey. Unfortunately, like that seems to be the route these people are taking. Alhamdulillah, you know, I'm just keeping this hairline here. I'm just saying. <laughs> if y'all see him here in Turkey in a few years, <laughs> yo, if I just like what? curse myself. Uh, mashallah, mashallah. Yeah, but but that's essentially what it leads to. What we're trying <laughs> to say, it leads to a lot of mental health issues, that, which is also a taboo subject in the community. So like, mm. they're putting all these expectations on you and expecting you to like be mentally stable somehow. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, not that you just suffered from like PTSD and childhood traumas. But, exactly, like, it's fine. exactly. Good. So um, depression, what's that? No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, but we're moving away. I feel like from those expectations, and just hope that the person kind of are we. You gave me a face like that. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe we're not. Everyone, everyone, okay, everyone kind of wants their child or whoever, yeah, their child to kind of be successful and get yeah. the things that you would typically get, like a, a, a place to live hmm. and, like, you know, a car and le- le- the wife and all that stuff. Um, but maybe now we should also, while we're telling them to do those things, like give them the tools uh to be able to handle those things if that makes sense because like we were just kind of told to do it but not how to do it if mm. that makes sense or like especially nowadays with um the fact that like you can't just work a regular job and do all those kind of things you kind of have to expand a little bit more yeah. become more f- financially illiterate uh literate mm. financially literate i sound like i said illiterate yeah it did but yeah that. it definitely uh it takes a lot more than just getting a job and then it moving on to uh achieving all those things right right mm-hmm. mm, that's fair yeah i keep Who looking knows? at the camera because i'm like is this thing gonna die on me it's I throwing know. me off right now i know <laughs> I, I i have my eye in it too mm-hmm. um yeah we've been running long here though anyways to to close off yes yeah. this, this compare like this this discussion if you're still with us you're an mvp there you go yeah <laughs> um this is a very important question that i have mm-hmm. for you amir Mm-hmm. as Harari Habasha is whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it why are we always late for everything we start events mm. late we show up late we are just late people why honestly like I'm not sure because everyone does it I I mentioned earlier that I feel like it was because of a lack of respect of time <laughs> and stuff like that but like uh, it's it's a communal thing right like mm. when, when one person does it because it kind of start. it's almost like, it's almost like uh, it has no beginning and it has like this culture or this like this, um, yeah, this kind of culture around like being late mm. has no beginning and has no end if that makes sense. What do you oh, mean? Oh, like it has an end mm. if we choose to make it end. But when it has no be- beginning, like I don't know where the source is, but like it started at some point, like some people came late to something and then the, and then there was like the next group of people was like, okay, they were late last time. So I'm just going to come late. And then just, it built on top of itself. At least that's how I feel. It kind of manifests itself. I have a theory. Yeah. Okay. One example is like Harari weddings. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of times the mother uh, of the bride and the groom, mm-hmm. they're doing the physical, like they're cooking um, yeah. and they're, they're, cooking really takes a lot of effort Mm -hmm. um and so they're not going to cook the week before they're going to cook the day of or the night before right so when they're doing that 
not only are they the chefs for the wedding, yeah. then they have to get ready too. Yeah. So when they're getting ready... Oh, shoot. Okay. We're back. <laughs> Last time, guys. I'm never doing this. Okay, we're still working on this video thing. Okay. We'll get it figured out eventually. <sighs> yeah, I died again, so okay. switched to a different camera. So it might look a little different on video, but... It's all good. I feel like I feel like the people who are, are listening on like just regular audio at this point, like, okay, we're over it, guys. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you should do like the if they're still with us, we'll see. Okay. Doo, doo, doo. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So the point that I was trying to make was that I think that the lateness kind of stemmed from our moms, um, who are cooking for the weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they have to get ready, and mm-hmm. then you know, if you if you kind of look into the cultural aspect of like the Ankar Mahtab, which is one of the main events of the wedding, mm-hmm. they start it. They literally, the moms enter mm-hmm. while singing. So if you think about it in that sense, I think that's kind of where some of the lateness comes from. Mm-hmm. And because if you're like a a, um, a wedding guest, you know that um, they're going to be late. So then you also take your time getting ready and you take your time getting there because you know that even though the invitation says like 5 p.m., they're probably not going to start until 7 and then there are some people who are like, mm, they're probably going to start at nine. Like, let's mm-hmm. be real. And they show up at 9 p.m. But like, you know. Yeah. So I think because it's like something that's so like it has happened so much. Mm-hmm. Everyone just knows like if an invitation says 5 p.m., it's really seven. Mm-hmm. And and even the people who are making the invitations, they know yeah. that if they put 7 p.m., people are really going to show up for like 730 or eight or yeah. sometimes. But even. it gets it gets to the point, at least because i'm a person who likes being punctual just mm. in general but it gets to a point where it's like almost ridiculous sometimes where people are coming like we, we've mentioned this before again but they come like at a time where the event is almost over or like it's yeah. like it's already like halfway done at that point it's like why did you even come no yeah like not why did you come? it's like what were you doing that took you like it's almost like they got ready the moment it started if that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> like it started getting ready the moment it started right yeah yeah um it can be frustrating too if you're the person that's planning the event it doesn't necessarily have to be a wedding but mm-hmm. whatever it is you're planning and you expect people to show up at a certain time and they come two hours later mm-hmm. like i can totally understand being frustrated because of that and I don't even know if there's a solution. Like maybe if you put like a threat on the invitation that says like, if you don't show up by 8 PM, mm-hmm. there will be no food. And you know, we love our food. So yeah. I don't know. It, it, it will really take like someone who's. It, it, it re- takes one person getting married and like being on time with everything. Yeah. And then they'll be like, Oh, so-and-so's wedding. Like we came half an hour late and we didn't have any chairs mm-hmm. and we couldn't sit. But the issue is like now it's so out of control where mm. if you did start it on time, yeah. no one would be no there. No one's going to be there. Literally yeah. no one will be there. And I've seen that like even the even in during COVID, like there have been a couple weddings like mm. like at it, we got there at the time that it was supposed to be started and like probably the first two, three people who were there. You're part of the setup yeah, crew. Yeah, you're part of the setup <laughs> crew basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so but I feel like it's gotten worse. At least personally, I feel like it's gotten worse over time. There was a wedding I attended once. I think it was like maybe three or f- three or four years ago. Yeah, it started at like nine forty-five. See, like, and I was like so shook. Like, yeah. I I was like, I had no words because mm-hmm. I was so shocked that it started that late. Yeah, like for some cultures, yeah, weddings do start that yeah. late. But this was supposed to start at like seven thirty. And, and you know started. what's embarrassing when there's like people like ha- their 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 Faranji friends come 
but you warn them you warn you tell them like hey like don't worry about being on time yeah but like <laughs> they also don't know how late it can go sometimes right yeah, yeah and yeah, like yeah. it could be awkward because like it'll be like nine ten o'clock and they're like thinking oh we'll get home at 11 or something like, nah. <laughs> like you're eating dinner at 11 exactly exactly <laughs> so it just That's it's just so sad i always just look over at them like ah, you guys are so it's like you're uh what do they call when someone's like doesn't know so naive yeah so naive it's i like, know but you know, this is me projecting on them, right? They probably already know. They printed a couple ways. I don't know. They probably, yeah, maybe. I yeah, don't know. but mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have any solutions since you're such a punctual person? Uh, my solution is just not to have an event. What? How is that a solution? No, no, no. Like, okay, sorry. I'm thinking like in a wedding. Yeah, no, you're having a wedding. I'm like, not having a yes, wedding. Yes, you are. No. Yes. I mean, that's not even. That's literally. Why not would I spend money to feed? other people and to entertain other people for something i've done for myself think of it as you're celebrating your happiness with all the people that you love but and you feeding them it costs a down payment you feeding them consider that charity nah man i'd rather take that money and take that money okay and put it towards a down payment towards a house or an apartment or a condo but what if or the a car person, or whatever else i need what if the person that you want to marry yeah wants a wedding then their parents may pay for it you hear that ladies mm-hmm. you want to marry amir he don't you, want a wedding Nah. okay so the only time i'll ever have a wedding mm-hmm. is if the parents will pay for it i'm not paying for my own wedding you got to pitch in. I'm not pitching in. I don't care. At all. You will. Care. You will. I don't care. Listen, remember Mm-mm. in the beginning of this episode, we said our opinions ch- tend to change over time. My opinion. Wait till Amir this, falls This may be in. the one thing that I'll never change my opinion um, on. You say that now. Nah. At least do like a Mawlud. Maybe, I'll, yeah, I'll have like a Mawlud. Like uh, something small. An Ankar Mahtab. Uh, that's like, a girl's thing, no? No, but you still got to be there. Yeah, I guess so. But like um it'll be just throw a reception in there for fun yeah but it'll probably (laughs) be like a house like honestly i don't know i just the whole wedding thing is it's not for me man i feel like you say that but you literally are the life of the party at a lot of the okay maybe (laughs) i will literally dig up my brother's wedding so that we can have a clip of a mirror Mm -hmm. right here hopefully no because the thing is the reason so this goes into that whole like why i'm i seem like i'm extroverted is because for me I don't want to be like, I don't want to subtract from the uh, experience, right? I'm always going to add to it. So if I have to get out of my comfort zone to add to someone else's experience and make them feel more comfortable in the situation, I will I will get out of my own shell to do that. So to serve that other person or you're, people. You're understanding the assignment of being the hype exactly. wedding Exactly. I understand the assignment. I got you. And I go for it, okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, like, if, if I had a choice, I'd probably just sit down and chill for the whole time. Like, if, if, I, if, if I didn't feel, if I didn't have that urge to, like, to, like, feel like I had to kind of not entertain or put on a face, but, like. Because, like, bratting, like, they, they get happy to see their friends and stuff. Like exactly. That's why. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I know that's going to make someone else happy, then I'll do it. Yeah. I get you. See? It works out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's end this thing, man. It's wow. been like so, it's like one hour and 15 minutes. I'm so hungry. Yeah, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm sorry, guys. I am hungry. You're hangry at this I'm hangry right now. You have never rushed the end of a podcast. Mm-hmm. But on that note, um, thank you guys for watching. Thank the rest of you guys for listening. 
um sorry for all the cuts i'm literally in my head right now i'm thinking like oh how are you gonna, gonna edit, edit this <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> um mm-hmm. you know what you can still oh wait i was gonna say you could sync the video and the thing but you can't no. i'm literally gonna have to like split it in like oh, three different yeah. ways yeah that's some Go background ahead. info you guys right yeah there. well you know what <laughs> mm-hmm Hopefully it'll get better with time and, and yeah, our quality yeah. be, will be consistent. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for checking out this week's episode. We'd love to hear, you know, if you guys could relate to any of the problem, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, experiences mm-hmm. <laughs> that we have, uh, you know, that we might share mm-hmm. any ones that we haven't mentioned. Um, and you know what to do. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, on apple music uh, apple podcast google mm-hmm. podcast spotify anywhere where you can listen to podcasts we are on we're available to you can listen to us um and then follow us um at cousin connection pod um you can follow amir at amir was taken let's hear you spell it next time this time which one remember last time i spelled yours now you gotta spell mine okay a m a oh god how'd you mess the first two letters a m i r w a s t-a-k-e-n okay like as it's if a little guys, easier you know yeah. like, yeah. and then mine is just um ali sara with two underscores mm-hmm. um and yeah okay guys thank you for listening thank you for watching hope you had a good day <gasps> bye, bye.